Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and this is very cool. I have wanted to have this band on for a very long time, and I don't want to hold him up because this is his third interview of the day. Uh, I think he said eight, eight in the last three days. So I would like to welcome right now JT of ERA. Man, besides all that, how are you doing today? I'm fine. I just get hungry. You know, I get hangry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have had people eat on the show before. I I wouldn't recommend it, but I've had to have. There you go. Now he's chopping down. down. Well, other than that, the hunger. uh, I mean, right now, where are you located? I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, so you being hit by the same storm I am right now? I don't know. I haven't looked outside yet. <laughs> I'll open the door when my package comes, so I'll, okay. I'll let you know. <laughs> all right. I'm assuming all the interviews kept you from going outside, so I, I totally understand. Pretty much. Yeah, right now. That, that and video game releases, for sure. Ah, there you go. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a second then. So, yeah, I'm cool. in Boston. So oh, it nice. Is, yeah, snow apocalypse outside right now. We got now. a... We didn't get that much snow re- recently, like a couple inches here and there. Uh, we had like 70 degrees a couple days ago, so who knows yes. Maryland. No, no, it's very true. In Massachusetts, too, we had a 60-degree really? day, two, 60 degrees two days ago, and now we're looking at a foot plus of snow. So that's normal, right? Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Makes total sense. Per- pretty much. <laughs> well, tell me, about, tell me about the video game releases. What are you talking about? Uh, well, the big one's Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. It's uh, from a company called FromSoft, and if you're familiar with like the punishing Dark Souls and Bloodborne and the Souls games, uh, if yeah, uh, if you're a one to pr- prone to chuck your controller, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> it. <laughs> sure, I can. <laughs> very, I can certainly they're very that. hard RPGs. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. now, do you do some of that? You do some of that on Twitch, don't you? Uh I used to have a more, more regular Twitch uh, streaming, but uh, it. it I like doing it. <laughs> I'm sure somebody who like is in my community will be in here listening to this too. <laughs> and I've kind of talked about this, but like things are things are kind of weird these days with everybody. So it's hard to pretend to be like stoked and happy all the time. Yes. And and also be on display a lot of yes, the time. Absolutely. So, and I'm definitely more prone to being <laughs> pretty bummed out most most of the days um not to be like a pessimist or anything but like you know it's been harder than in normal so Mm -hmm. it's weird to get on there and try to begin a platform and a community when you're just bummed out all the time it's like i don't it's so i you know i've i've lived parts of my life where i'm just like faking putting on a front Mm -hmm. uh for the greater good it's it's exhausting right but uh i i like doing it but i i it's it it requires it requires more of a commitment than I had planned originally. And I don't like to half-ass anything. So if I can't fully dive in, I, you know, I don't know how much time I can really devote to it, but uh, right. I do enjoy it. I'm very active in uh, other people's communities. I love ah. watching, but as far as me participating, I haven't really found my niche yet. Um, okay. I'll probably do some more, but uh, I haven't done a lot recently. Yeah. Well, I can see you, you definitely don't half-ass it because I, I see your setup there. Now, that's one thing right now we're yeah. doing is we're on Zoom right now, and you sound great, yeah. which doesn't always happen with people I have on the show. So it's very nice that you put that time and effort into it. But the other thing that I oh, I did it just for you. Oh, thank you so, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> well, the one thing – honestly, the one thing that I – whenever I'm talking to a publicist or I'm talking to an artist that's going to come on the show, I always now – I give a list 
of ways to do the show. So they can do it on the phone. Mm. You can do it on Zoom, Discord, whatever you feel comfortable with. But I always tell everybody, I'm not going to do video because I really truly like the the quote unquote art of talking without actually having to see the person all the time. I think Fine, I'll shut it off. Oh, <laughs> yes, that was my veiled attempt to tell you, shut off the damn camera. No, no. Just tell me I'm ugly. <laughs> I don't think I can do that to you. I don't, I don't think Thank I can. You. I got to be truthful on the show. It. Yeah, I got to be truthful. Uh, cool. So I think the tough part is I want people to feel comfortable. Now, some people do like video, but I feel like being on display, not only with what you're doing, like I feel like I'd be focused on the camera the whole time and not the content of what's coming out. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm super distracting. <laughs> <laughs> now, I hate to burst your bubble with that one. I, I met myself. But yes, I, I totally get what you're talking about. That. But I, <laughs> I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the work you put into it. And now, now I can see you fiddling with the camera. I like the close-up. Yeah. That, was, that was very good. I like that. I used to have a zoom lens and I would like zoom in on like a... On, on certain moments, like to, for emphasis, just sure. to be a troll. Yeah, there you go. Well, look, if you would like to start a podcast sometime where we do a shock jock type thing and I get you a soundboard, I'd be totally shock, up for that. Shock jock? What's that? Oh, it's when <laughs> it's it's a lost, uh, I'll say, quote unquote, art again, where on the radio. I've heard of it jock be, jams. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we could do that, too. We could do that, too. But uh, no, it's it's when a DJ is uh, says shocking things on the radio. So it's like a oh, Howard Stern. Oh, disc jockey. Yeah, gotcha. like a Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony, that kind of thing. So okay. you'd have a soundboard and you could play weird fart sounds and stuff and then emphasize with the Zoom. And I think it would work out pretty well. So your mom's basement, basically. Yeah, that's where I am right now. Yeah, sure. No, 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 no. The, the podcast. <laughs> God. Oh, I would That's actually, actually technically where I got my start is my, my mom's basement. That makes sense. Was that the YouTube video time? Yeah, nice. it was. <laughs> it was a storage area. Yeah. No, very nice, man. No, I, I, I appreciate this. I appreciate getting the time to talk to you. So how much, if you're going to be playing the new video games today, how long do you think you're going to go <laughs> after this? Um, we'll see. I have to be really productive this week. Uh, we got some air stuff planned next ah. week that I need to be prepared for. So sure. A uh, little here and there. It's, it's, it sucks when games you want to play or like things you want to do that involve you being at home, mm -hmm. uh, can't happen because, uh, you're on tour or doing like away from home things. Right. So right. some of us have our travel rigs, but like, I'm so, such a spoiled brat with my setup with like <laughs> my, my nice electronics that I don't really want to take the gimped version on tour. So sure. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Maybe a little separation will be good. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, now let me ask you something, something that's portable. Have you done Oculus at all? I have. Oculus is really cool. I love yeah. all the VR stuff. It's it's hard to like, I mean, you need a lot of space for it. So True. having a room set up for it uh, properly is not so easy to achieve. But it, when it works, it works really well. Yeah. It's very, very immersive. I think that's the thing that I've been losing my time. And, and you're right. It's one of those things where I guess I have my area set up. So anytime I feel like it, I can go out and do it. But I've been really mm -hmm. way more immersed than I thought I was going to be. It's actually way more actual fun than I thought. Yeah. It's very physical. I mean, yes. It's very uh, un un underestimatingly physical, if that's a word. Yeah, there you go. Now, with, with the physicality of the games, which one would you say that you play that's the most physical? There was one, um, it was like a 
it was like all right you know remember the scene in the matrix where neo first fights morpheus in like the dojo when they're oh, doing kung fu yes he's absolutely. like I, have, I know kung fu right there's a archer game that's on the vibe store okay it's i mean htc vibe is basically the same thing sure but uh you like you're it's it's like the same environment and it's uh you have to like duck and dodge arrows and it's like a it's like a progressively harder and harder faster and faster oh um, nice and you, you're just like you're basically a ninja archer in five minutes wow okay. you're moving pretty quick i like that i mean it, you're standing still but you're Ooh, like right yeah right <laughs> try, try to be neo basically nice yeah that's actually yeah. I might have to look into that. Yeah, I I forget what it's called. It's it's tough. It's on. Um, I'm assuming it's like on Steam or through the whatever the Vive uses. I don't know. Okay, that's what I'll have to set up. I'll have to figure that out because right now I'm just Oculus. So whatever. Yeah, do they have their own store? Yeah, they have their own store. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, I'm sure I can get things that are off brand, but I'll I'll have to figure that out. But, they gotta have something similar. Yeah, I would think so. But one of yeah. one of the things I've definitely been enjoying was just even the basics of stuff like even playing ping pong is a lot of yeah. fun <laughs> like just just doing that racquetball and then mm-hmm. uh Resident Evil 4 ooh hard yeah, very I was, hard i was blown away by how much fun i actually had just being in it you know what i mean it's spooky too yes it, it was are you a <laughs> are you a scary game scary movie type guy i am but i'm a total bitch <laughs> like i i I'm easily startled, uh, yeah. so I react. I like I like get scared by previews. Wow, Holy <laughs> yeah, shit. I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah, I, but I like I like. There's like a masochist in me that likes the being frightened, but I so, I don't like it. Also, I don't know. It's a I don't know why I do it to myself. <laughs> no, I I think that is a common a commonality uh, yeah. you have with a lot of people. That probably <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Now. For when it comes to that type of uh, entertainment and whatnot, what was the last thing that you saw that scared you like that? Something I saw in the theaters. Um, it might have been Hereditary. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, That's going back a few years. Yeah. Well, I can't remember the last thing I... We we watched um, Male- Malevolence. Maleficent. Malevolence. Malevolence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that came on Netflix like a year ago as a band. Um I haven't watched a lot of scary stuff lately. There's a couple of YouTube channels that will cover like exclusively scary games that sure. I'll like get my fix from to that way. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I need to get caught up on Haunting of Hill House too because I know that's really good. Yes, I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's a long, what was that? Like nine, I want to say nine parts, ten maybe? So you could... Yeah, eight to ten. Yeah, it's not that long. Do you normally... Will you binge watch... Oh, sorry, binge. Will you binge watch a show like that when you have the ability to? All right, I'm going to tell you something about me that I don't like to share. Oh, shit. Exclusive. <laughs> because it, it's exclusive. Not really. <laughs> because it makes me look like a crazy person. Oh, okay. Awesome. I'm, I'm the type of guy... All right, put it this way. Mm-hmm. I have not watched um, all of most shows like most of the really popular ones i just i just never get time to watch i haven't finished game of thrones sure. i haven't finished uh peaky blinders okay. or, or whatever it is mm-hmm. but i have watched all of season one of breaking bad okay and the last two episodes ever of breaking bad. <laughs> <laughs> i'm one of those people i don't i don't i don't really get butt hurt about uh spoilers i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna watch it anyways um huh 
I mean, definitely if it like ruins a twist that, that kind of sucks for the person if they have to watch it after they know the twist. But, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so bad about like, I have such ADHD when it comes to like show choices. Sometimes I like binge watch one show in a single day and then, uh, I might start it like last the year before and then like finish it two years later. Wow. Okay. Who knows? Gotcha. So it's whatever I'm feeling. I've started like three shows on this pilot, like in a row once. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do I, what do I feel like not watching? Yeah. Well, look, I, I mean, honestly, you could do, I, I know you're not, you're not fishing for ideas because you can do whatever you want. And people are going to watch it. But what if you give me took, something? Well, yeah. What if you took for either Twitch or something else, you took that idea of watching the first season of something and then the last couple of episodes of whatever it is and then try, <laughs> and try to, to guess what? Yeah. I- try to put the pieces together. <laughs> that would be pretty, actually, that's not a bad idea. That's pretty. I've never heard of that. So that wouldn't be bad. Yeah. You might be onto something. You could, I mean, you've done Breaking Bad. You could do Lost. You could do. I have no desire to watch Lost. So I would absolutely do that for there Lost. There you go. Yeah. Anything that you didn't care about and meant like the world to people, you could easily do something like that. Dude, this could be really <laughs> funny. I really like this idea. There All we right. go, man. Awesome. Okay. No, I would I would listen to you do that because that would be absolutely interesting. Don't sue me when my business thrives though. Damn. No, just say like <laughs> that way I can say I knew JT when. You could be a founder. Yeah. yeah, there we go. That's that's all I need. That's all I need. But cool. now uh, let's let's change it to when you're out on tour because you're going to be going out on tour and I know you're mm-hmm. doing so much, but there's plenty of free time while you're out on tour. So what do you do then? Uh if you want to be an adult, you should have ways to make yourself uh, busy. A, a lot of the guys I've been touring with, they'll bring weights. Um, I, I bring my laptop to do media stuff for the band. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll do like BTS and photo and sometimes photo for other bands sure. or just like day-to-day stuff. Just have like content. Uh, Jesse likes to read books. Mm-hmm. I can't read at all. Um, <laughs> um, we all have our like things that kind of like let the the day go by. Um, if it's a hard tour, it's a lot of napping. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean you, there is a decent amount of downtime. Like once you have your schedule locked in Mm -hmm. and, um, you create room to have like kind of like a secondary schedule before the show stuff. Like for instance, if you have a short drive overnight, you're going to the city anywhere between like 9am to noon Mm -hmm. and you don't have to really do a lot of work until like two or three. So you have a couple hours in the morning to, catch up on emails or I do homework. Some I've known some guys who are taking classes on the road. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Time management is a big thing. Cause you, you can really, uh, you can really double dip on tour if you try hard enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, I mean, a lot of people have their twitches, they have podcasts, mm-hmm. they, you know, they do all that kind of stuff. But so now when, when you've got, you know, you've got the bear to Silverstein devil wears product tour coming up, Unfortunately, you had to cancel the one that's in Europe. You know? Yeah, I would have been there right now. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. I think that's why you had time to schedule so many interviews is because of yeah. that kind of thing happening. So what do you, do you plan on now, what you want to do to fill your time, to either have a second job, be an adult, be whatever? Um, you can. I mean, I, I pretty much have my routine down. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I haven't really tried to like change anything lately. Um sometimes I'll get in tour and tell myself, I'll like, I'll do this more. Like I'll like, I'll do some more jogging or, or stretching or something I wanted to add into like the day. Sure. Uh, 
well, this since it's a shorter set, we're gonna have a lot less to do. Okay. Gotcha. Um, everything will be done early, so I don't know. Maybe, you know, since I'll have more time to uh, watch all the bands, mm-hmm. since I'm not missing anybody, maybe I'll try to shoot more photos this tour and kind of dive back in. I kind of oh, took a go. back seat to photography, so I, uh, I mean, I'm using it right now. I might as well keep getting the use out of it. It wasn't cheap, right? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm with you. I, I have done yeah. the same, but but that's kind of that's kind of interesting as well. Expensive you know, hobbies, yes, it very expensive. <laughs> yeah, any of the setups you have, any of photography, all that kind of stuff costs so much money. Podcast yeah. setups, all of that. Oh, so yeah. nowadays, though, with COVID, the pandemic, with getting out there again, with all these tours, I've really seen a dip in who's allowed to take photography and who's not and how they decide on that. You know, it used to be a way different process of getting people to take pictures of shows than it is right now. So it probably gives you a lot more leeway to be able to do more of that if that's what you want to do. We did have some sort of, um, we had like, I mean, we did a tour in in the fall with ABR and yeah. then we had Live Nation and the states and the venues had their own rules, and and our tour actually had even stricter rules. So based on our rules, we were adhering to kind of everybody. Sure. And part of those, uh, part of that set of rules was, uh, you couldn't even if you were allowed to stay past three songs. If you had a tour photographer who was doing that whole set, they weren't allowed to be in the pit just to create some sort of like separation between oh, sure. our crew and, and anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. We were really really strict about on that um rightfully so sure but even 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 with the restrictions we still had uh we still have people get sick it's it's tough to avoid oh yeah yeah but uh yeah i mean i don't know if it's going to change that much uh now like i'm as long as people are in the pit with masks on or you know i don't even know what their what the rules are still for live nation if they're as strict but um most of us are all vaccinated and um i think it'll be you know, I mean, we have to, we still have to get out there and work. So I don't know yes. what else to do. Right. Right. No, I yeah. think it, it would give you some time to do it. I would think for sure. Yeah. 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 Now this tour, I think is it's, it's March into April and then you're into May a little bit. 26 of May to, or 26 of March to May there you go. 4th, I yeah. believe, or 3rd. And I, I think nowadays you have no idea what the rules and regulations are going to be for any of this stuff. So who knows? Well, we can we can get some prior. I mean, oh, if we're really okay, we we could reach out. Like uh, we have contacts with all the people that we're going to be working with. So mm-hmm. it's not like it. It wouldn't be too hard to like get a hold of somebody. Um, but we, I mean, we're gonna expect the worst and yes, prepare right. for the worst. Sure. And we've already done that, so it's like we could totally handle it again. It wasn't that bad. So okay. All right, yeah. that's, we'll we'll make do. That's not bad. We've had to adapt really, really hard and quickly for the pandemic stuff. So, you know, lay it on me. I got it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes, I remember seeing the tour notifications when you were out with August Burns Red about certain shows that were canceled, unfortunately. So you've been yeah. through it all. Yeah, I mean, and then mm-hmm. obviously the unfortunate part of canceling that European tour also blows as well. So yeah, that. <laughs> With a headliner like that, you know, we want to go over there when it's going to be good. We don't want it to be like, it would suck to have the first time around there just be, uh, you know, potentially physically dangerous for people as far as health goes. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that there's, you know, war happening, you know, we would have been there during the war. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm actually kind of glad we didn't go. Uh, it's just, it's just still such a weird time. And I don't think everybody's ready yet. We're, we're barely ready. Right. 
Right. So. Yeah. Well, maybe this next tour, that'll be kind of a warm up, getting everything kind of together, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it does seem I, I'm seeing new tours announced every other day now. So people are planning for stuff. May, April, all that time frame. Then you've got the big, obviously, we've got a big bunch of festivals that were announced yeah. for all this year. Now, by the way, I do want to ask something about that. So you guys did Furnace Fest uh, last mm-hmm. year, right? Now. Yeah. When you go to a I, – I was very jealous. I, I definitely wanted to go to that. There was no way I could make it. There were so many old-school bands that came mm-hmm. back to basically reunite or play shows after a very long time. Do you get hyped up about that kind of thing? Is there anything that you ever – do you fanboy out when you go to something like that? Is there a band you want to see or try to see? I watch Amberlynn play. Nice. Um, Beloved. Oh, yeah. Um bunch of other metacore bands um god i'm drawing blank on some of them but Did you uh do like from autumn to ashes i didn't really listen to them oh okay interesting gotcha <laughs> you, you say like oh, how dare you <laughs> i i sorry Dude. i tried to keep that down i think the venom in my voice got a little bit <laughs> no i love that <laughs> no you're fine no i love that how dare you Dude, i'm like i i um i actually so it's ironic. Like I don't like Taking Back Sunday, but I like sure. every o- other band that sounds just like that. I don't know. Why. I couldn't really tell you why. Uh, I got. You. I just couldn't do it. Every time I try, I'm like, I don't know. No, no. I <laughs> I totally get. It. I think I think people have blind spots to certain bands. It's almost like yeah. Uh, there should be a term for it where you you just you don't hear it the same way other people do. So you're like, it's like, what's yeah. the color inaccuracy with your eyes? It's like that for your ears. Colorblind. So it's like hearing blind. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, colorblind, but like, like it's like trichornophobia. Or oh whatever. shit! Wow. Wait, the only sure reason I know mean? that the oh, no, the only reason I know that <laughs> is because it's a colorblind setting in Apex Legends. And it's <laughs> often, often useful to change to see certain things in the game just to have them like be a different color. Sure. So yeah. <laughs> Being a gamer has, has its perks, I guess. It definitely does. <laughs> Perceived <laughs> smartness. Yes, there you go. Well, look, I. so what we're going to do is I, I'm going to transition a little bit into the deluxe album. I know you've been sure. talking about this nonstop for sure. So what I want <laughs> you to do is with some of the questions that I ask, I want you to tell me. I don't think you'd be able to count how many times you've heard them, but. I want to ask the basics, then I want to get into something different and see if anyone else has asked you this. Does that sound good? Uh, sounds great. There we go. We're, we're going to try something here. Appreciate, I right. appreciate that. So the big, the big plug, obviously, is that the deluxe version of your self-titled album that came out almost exactly a year to the day, almost, yeah. to when this is going to come out. This is going to be March 18th on Unified Records. It's going to be the deluxe version. You've got seven songs. Three of them are brand new. One of them is Vanish Canvas with Courtney, and then the other mm-hmm. three are covers. So the yep. way I wanted to, you know, transition there is that talking about, you know, kind of the type of music that you like and what you enjoy. When you talk about the covers, the three covers, mm-hmm. and you just released Stockholm Syndrome very recently. Now, luckily, uh, you know, they sent over, Tim sent me over the uh, the tracks and everything, so I got to listen to them. I had to hear how. Did you hear sounds. all three covers? I heard all seven. I've heard everything. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and I have. I very much enjoyed them. I thought it was awesome to see such a different perspective on how the song should be. And I think that's where I want to start on it. When you take these three bands, which everyone knows, everyone. I have knows a question for you, actually. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Uh, after you're done, though, yeah. I'll oh, okay. All right. So with these with these three bands that you know everyone knows, you've got Muse, you've got Audio Slave, you've got Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. With those three bands, you didn't really choose the most popular songs. But what you also didn't do is you didn't choose a very poppy song to do, which is obviously most of the rage of of what people like to do. So how mm-hmm. did you guys decide that that's the kind of music taste you wanted to showcase? We like 90s rock a lot, um, mm-hmm. definitely specifically Jesse since he's the primary songwriter. But um, those songs, <clears throat> we, we love doing deep cuts, the, yeah. uh, the ones that we really like. And we definitely cherry picked certain deep cuts to because they already were like we had a, a bunch of like flavors we wanted to achieve with the covers. And okay. Stockholm Syndrome kind of gets like the aggressive, up, fast pace, upbeat ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the heresy cover is really strange and, yes. uh, I mean, it's, it's nine inch nail, so it's, it's going to be avant-garde. Right. Right. And then, um, then we have audio slave, which is Chris Cornell, which right. is a huge undertaking in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope people like that cover because we were very nervous to do somebody who is not only deceased, but like one of the, my favorite and probably one of the best rock male rock vocalists of all time. Sure. So yeah. Absolutely. that's like, that's like trying to to cover Chester in my mind. Okay. It's a I lot of, yeah, you got somebody who's, you know, Chester's has a great voice, but he has, it's his range and his skill set that kind of set him apart from everybody else with Cornell. It's a range too, but it's like his tonality and yes. his like yes. inflection to his singing and the, his certain dynamics that kind of make like his voice unmistakable when you hear it. Right. Right. So, so we're not going to try to like, you know, mimic Scott Stapp or any, or mimic Chris Cornell when we're trying to sing, we're going right. to do our version. Uh, so hopefully people like that. <laughs> right. Oh, no, no. I, I yeah. think that was a big thing is that's, that's really what I appreciated. I think in all three, I would say in general, I think you sounded a little bit like Muse at times, you know, cool. during that cover, but during Heresy and Light My Way, I don't hear the similarities between the vocals. Yeah. And I think that was the way to go because I don't also, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think that Jesse or yourself were trying to be like Muse. It's just, no. that's the way the song, <laughs> it's just the way the song is. You know, you have to hit that high. Yeah. You have to make that kind of work the way that it does. But mm-hmm. I really appreciated that you weren't doing a karaoke version of these songs. Like, okay, okay good. Yeah, I don't think it would work that way. That's at least that's my my personal opinion. Yeah, um, I like what we did. We we try yeah. to keep things one to one. We we chose songs that like didn't really need to be. We didn't have to do much, you know. Ah, the sure. one that took the most work was Heresy because yes. of way to like make our own version of all the layers. Right. That, that right. just physically took a long time. That makes sense. Yeah. Now going back, what what question did you have? Oh, okay. So the well here i know we you mentioned like me wanting to just like kind of ramble about certain things that maybe i wanted to talk about sure. about the record yeah but i'm i'm particularly really proud of the audio save cover only because i made i sing a lot on that cover yes. and yes, you do. i don't i'm not used to that right. and i'm also very uh i don't trust my confidence in my singing voice because it's so new i'm working on it but okay. it's it, it's impossible for me to ignore that i'm like you have so much work to do when you're singing behind Jesse. <laughs> but that's good. Like it keeps me humble and it keeps me, you know, it gives me something to work for. But um, I'm hoping that with the debut of that much singing, that it's like, 
it's at a it's at a level that people like yeah that they <laughs> or appreciate like it, right yeah. yeah like i i, I didn't want to record something not only that difficult but um like that i wasn't prepared for okay you know sure and yeah. I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping people i'm hoping people don't like don't notice <laughs> i'm hoping people don't notice but god like i that's that was like the, the yeah every inch of skill that i had at that moment was leaked into that song but so Understood. we have some work cut out for us yeah look <laughs> i like the way you said that that was very well put that was absolutely cool. i i think people especially if they know the band they're going to know that that's not Jesse at times. You know, I, I think they will definitely yeah. know that. But when I was listening to it, I was still into it. I there was no way look, I would tell you, I I, I know you don't know <laughs> you don't know me personally. I'm very open and honest on this show cool. for sure. If I thought it's you like sucked, when I came in for the chorus, it didn't like hit my hit your ear like, oh what Oh the, my god. Uh, yeah. Is that Jesse right. or is that J- who's trying to <laughs> sing this chorus? <laughs> Yes, it was that's nothing not, like that. That's not what I want. Yeah, <laughs> okay, good. No, nothing like that. No, I think people cool. are going to really enjoy it. And I mean, I know you're interested in doing something like that. Is that something that you want to do in the future as well? Absolutely. Um, and what I'll say is like, it's not like I don't have confidence in myself. I just know how, I mean, like I said, I have Jesse next to me who sure. is a fantastic singer. Obviously. So yeah. he kind of sets the standard for us. But at the same time, I have a high standard for myself right. and I don't like putting anything out if I don't think it's great. Um, and there's also, it's just like so much competition with all these bands. Like there's tons of really good singers in metal. Yeah. Oh yeah. And sure. um, I'm not going to settle for like being, you know, mediocre. I, w- I want to be, I want to be the best I can. And I want the people that devote their time and, and love and, and money to our band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give them something great. I want to keep working toward the the next the next level that we have to offer so i mean so it's cool because the deluxe is like an extension of what we've already done but it's even still introducing things we're still trying to improve upon and add new elements uh, and i think people will catch wind of that which is cool yeah i was pretty blown away when i was listening through because i just i what i did was i just listened to the entire album front to back and then listen to the new tracks and you know they go into the cover and everything or the covers how'd that feel i haven't done that yet actually i thought it was great look i would say and and correct me if i'm wrong on this but i would say a lot of times when i hear a deluxe edition it's almost like a band throws on a b-side or a c-side to what they were doing before and they're trying to look for that you know that extra little bit of cash or something that they can kind of squeeze out of the album (laughs) sure you know whatever it happens to be I just selfishly wanted a deluxe edition under my belt. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's really for it's really for me. Oh, okay, so you're you're to blame. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I think I think especially with what you guys did when I go into so when you finish the final track and you go into Soul Absentia and Samus Edition and then uh, and mm-hmm. I have it listed here so I can actually read it. Uh, Nigh the silence. When you go into those, I didn't feel like there was a difference between those tracks and the album itself it hmm. felt like a, a natural continuation does that make sense good yeah good it's it's supposed to be too like we're not we we only recorded them uh like they weren't they were an afterthought anyways like they weren't planned at all uh until we found out we were gonna have more free time jesse's always trying to like have a riff bank and write so i ah, think sure. he had some stuff maybe around but mm-hmm. those were the whole the whole deluxe was an afterthought uh it just worked out with uh 
UNFD's help, which was yes, nice. Sure. And I would I would imagine, correct me if I'm wrong here again, but I would imagine that with since you really didn't get to tour that much in 2021, mm-hmm. coming in and, and basically re-releasing it with more material, you get to kind of ride that into this next tour. And that's where you get to play some of this. And really, that's where it catches on because that's where people are going to be like, hey, I want to buy this on vinyl. Yeah. I want to buy this, you know, whatever it happens to be. Again, honestly, not intended. But yeah, oh, okay. it's just probably going to work out that way. Um, I mean, it is going to work out that way, I guess. But um, yeah, you know, we, we delayed the self-titled six months. It was supposed to come out in September, but yeah. we moved it to all the way to March. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like right in the perfect pocket gave everybody plenty of time to hear the album and then we were on the road like what six months later or something yeah i want to say that yeah actually almost exactly yeah and then now you're going to be doing a similar i mean it's going to come out march 18th and then you're going to go on tour a week later basically yeah 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 that'd be cool no i think i think that works out really well so here's now here's a question i want to see if anyone has asked you Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I, I've been a fan for a very long time. I've seen you live multiple times since you joined the band. And nice. you guys are, it, it kind of blows me away. I'll get back to a different question I, I want to ask in a second. But one of the things that I noticed was when you released, you know, Courtney, you know, featuring on Vanish Canvas, I had to go back. I don't think you guys have ever had a feature before, right? Technically, we have. Um, it was on Impulse, and it was our friend Adam Langston. Ah, he was he was in a another local band mm-hmm. who, who, and like basically some of the members of Era were in a band with him. Ah, uh, sure, okay. in their local band. So he was like, he's a sick vocalist too, actually. Um, but he is not as well known and. Not to like discredit him, but like we don't really count that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's even mentioned on. He might be mentioned in the jewel jewel case, but I oh, don't okay. think he's mentioned on the actual case. Actually, I and what's funny, I didn't even know that until somebody told me after I said that Courtney was our first guest feature. Oh, so okay, so I'm not the first person then to damn it. Yeah. Okay. Too bad. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know. A fan had to tell me about my own band's music. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shows you how much I pay attention. Well, that was over um, 10 years ago. Yeah, so not to like shit on Adam, but uh, <laughs> I don't really count his feature. <laughs> Courtney, uh, Courtney and I are very close. We've been friends for since we were uh, we toured together in 2014 when she was yep. in I Wrestle Bear one. Oh, so, for sure. Yep. Um, and I've met Adam, and Adam's nice, but I'm going to give the credit yeah, to her. <laughs> that whole band deserves uh, some sort of royalty pass because they've been doing awesome, and their oh, record's really good. Yeah, they're destroying it. I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Good but, for them. I love them of course, so much. Of course. And you guys are doing well as well, so it's nice to see mm-hmm. both of you guys do well at the same time. Now, here's a yep. here's a question for that then. So with Courtney being on and seeing kind of the boost that that track kind of got popularity-wise and whatnot, when it when it came out Mm -hmm. do you foresee doing more features in the future because like i said i mean if you don't count adam that's only that's only one or two total maybe but that's a long time of the band you've been with the band for three full Mm -hmm. albums is that something you guys are looking to add an extra little layer to the band let's say yeah we um we sucked we totally sucked at like thinking about who'd be good for features um Jesse and I talk about it a lot and it's ironic because like I got my start covering bands, but right. like as far as our own stuff, we um 
we, it was hard to find spots where like it was kind of like made for another voice or like it was the spot was different enough where it it was suited for somebody else to like give it a try sure. and um there's a couple sides of that coin because for instance on vanished canvas the part that courtney does is like the most gentle delicate part of the whole record and right. it's honestly my favorite takes from jesse on the original version his oh, voice cool. on that part is haunting yeah i right. love it mm-hmm. uh so so there's that and then we didn't give a lot of vocalists uh a thought because we didn't we weren't sure if it was going to be like are we just getting him or her on here just to have like just because we want a, a feature, like, is right. are we forcing it? Mm-hmm. And then, and we put Courtney on that song, and everybody's like, "You put her on there because Spirit Box is huge now." I'm like, <laughs> "No, we were friends with her before. Like, we wanted her on there, and like, we literally really wanted a female voice, and she was the only person that I knew, uh. <laughs> ironically." <laughs> So it just, it kind of was, some people perceived it to be that way, which uh, I don't know, they'll think what they want, but it totally wasn't like a a coattail ride by any means. It was actually like hand picked, Mm -hmm. like that was the only spot that we wanted anybody and we only wanted her. Right. Well, it's, it's tough with, with your style of music that you're playing. I think it's tough to just sandwich someone in, you know, somewhere, you know, that's, that's a difficulty. I mean, this album is, what is it? Almost 54 minutes long. If I'm not, and that's oh, sorry. That's yeah. without the extra tracks. So that's just the regular version is 54 minutes or something like that. And there are no interludes. There's no intro. There's no outro. It's just straight up progressive metalcore. I wish we did, and I wish we did an interlude. Actually, I was wondering. I was honestly wondering about that. With how skilled musicians everyone is, I almost would have thought that you guys would have. Some, but was it because you put out the instrumental version of it that you're just like, that's good enough? No. Okay. It was, I've never, we've never talked about that. And it's funny that you say that right now because I'm trying to, I'm like, and I'm in like what's next mode Mm -hmm. recently. So, um, I think I'm going to bring that up. I'm taking like two solid ideas from you today, man. <laughs> You're killing it. I Hey, look. You should have been the first interview. <laughs> I'll talk to Tim about that. I'll be like, Tim, come okay, on. You got yeah, JT saying Adam, that. I got to be on all these. You get the Atom Splitter. Uh, you get the <laughs> Express Lane. <laughs> oh, man. I will look. I will tell you, and and this is, this is something rare. Rarely anyone knows this. I've been doing this for over 10 years. Hmm. And... I actually had, you know, the band Every Time I Die. Oh, sorry. Oh, wow. For, no, let's stop. stop, stop. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, but Every, uh, who, who else is it? No, no, sorry. Every, everyone dies in Utah. Everyone dies oh, in Utah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know somebody from that band. I've met somebody from that Maybe band. Maybe Danny, possibly? I, I, I don't know oh, okay. who it was. Right. It, that was a long time ago. It was like when I was in TIJ. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, they're they're still touring around, but that would make sense too. That sometime you guys would have crossed paths for. Sure. I listened to their music. I had I had one of their uh, I had one of their albums. Oh yeah, somewhere they were very popular. By the way, they are even making new music now. They're really still, yeah, they're still making music. I'll have to check them out. Classic, yeah. hell yeah, yeah. They they changed their their tune around. Now they're actually heavier than they used to be. Interesting. Yeah, which is not really the trend nowadays. That's that's for sure. But so I had them on the show and this was before uh, Ice Nine Kills had started doing a lot of what they've been doing recently. And I had mm-hmm. told every every I keep on wanting to say every time I die, everyone dies in Utah. We were talking about horror movies and whatnot. And I had said, hey, you should make concept albums where you take 
uh, horror movie that you like and make that into an album and every cool. track is a different thing. And then Ice Nine Kills did it. So they kind of lost their <laughs> they kind of lost their way. Damn. Yep. Ah, oh, man. If only. Yeah. What if what if that had changed? What if that had complete would would uh <laughs> would everyone dies in Utah be opening for Metallica right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm know. trying to think of what the equivalent of what era would do for that. And um I don't know. <laughs> it would uh, the class, the classy bitch in me says, "Drink a uh, different whiskey glass every time we try to write a song." Oh, there you try. go. Very That's nice. just an excuse to try a bunch of expensive scotch and whiskey. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I had that happen recently. I so I, I went home for the holidays. You know, got a chance to do that. I'm, I don't know. Do you get to go home and and enjoy yourself sometimes during those holiday times? Now you were in actually, you I were moved, in yeah. Pennsylvania during that time last year, right? During the studio. Oh uh, no no no! Sorry, you were you were in Pennsylvania. Were were you performing with Texas in July for the August Burns Red stuff? Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, well okay, before you even we even go to that, but I actually lived in I lived in Birmingham for five years, but okay. I just moved back to my home state of Maryland, Maryland, so I'm in Baltimore right. okay. now. Gotcha. Uh, which was nice because I yes I got to go to all the holidays yes. for the first time in years because of it. There you um, go. That was okay. a big reason I moved back. That's and awesome. naturally, as a result, I can. It's more convenient for me to do Texas stuff. So yes, right. So yeah, that yeah. was when I. So sorry. I the reason why that clicked in my head was because that's where my parents live now. Was in Pennsylvania. So I went. Oh. Yeah, I went down there. I got to. Uh, I did an interview with uh, with my buddy Ricky from Einstein Kills and Hawk and everything. So <laughs> we love Ricky. I love Ricky. Ricky and I are good friends. Yeah, yeah. Real, he's a very likable person. <laughs> he's an absolutely. He's a lovable guy. That is, One of a kind. That is for very sure. True. So yeah. when I was down there, uh, my dad had this really nice scotch, and he was like, "Let's let's go ahead and try this." So it was. Um, uh, Glen Morange. I'm I'm terrible, nice. terrible with pronouncing those. So I, I have no idea if I did it right. But I had some of that, and then I came back for New Year's here in Boston, and I had one of those uh, small batch uh, Slipknot whiskeys that I hadn't tried. Was that any good? Not after having that other scotch. <laughs> that's uh, sure. yeah, yeah. So that's uh, they're not. They always end up being okay. They're, yeah. But like in comparison to like top shelf, like a Glen Levitt or a sure. you know a Balvini. See, you're it's, so much better at pronouncing hard. those. I'm, I'm fucking terrible at it. I worked at a bar. <laughs> oh, there you go. I worked at a few bars. What's your go-to whiskey then? Uh, um, baller on a budget, Glenn Levitt, 12-year single malt. Okay, very nice. Mm-hmm. So you're big when you're singing, when you're actually screaming, singing, doing what you're doing in the studio. Are you drinking like that? H- hell no. Okay. No. Gotcha. I'll have, I'll have uh, it dehydrates you. And I like, I'm a sweater. And oh, same. same. Yeah, I'm a perpetually wet. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so John, John Mulaney says that all the time. It's yes, like, yes. And we, we share that uh, sentiment, unfortunately. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's definitely like as I vape on uh, on the on the ah, call, like even even that will dehydrate you right. and um, right. dry you out. So there's certain things I'll do if I know like I need to be in like peak condition, kind of like. I came from a, a lot of athlete, uh, like I, I was an athlete my whole life. So I, nice. I carry a lot of those elements of, of that life into music. Like I stretch before shows sure. and I drink a lot of water. Yep. I tie my potty breaks. 
<laughs> I don't eat too close to performing. Uh, oh, right. And same goes for the studio. I can't. Sure. You can't. You can't eat a, a hot, spicy burrito and chips and salsa and then go track your uh, your most prized record you know yes Yes, you can but you're gonna have a bad time i'd imagine i'd imagine it's bad enough just many many thrown up food on tour ah yes i'd imagine well seeing you live it's not like you're just standing there you're jumping around you're doing athletic things so Mm -hmm. that would certainly make sense (laughs) my pull hammy you know yes now by the way (laughs) by the way not to not to go far into the weeds here but what sports were you playing when you were growing up I was a swimmer for a long time. Actually. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Probably the most beneficial sport for me have chosen to be a vocalist, honestly. Yeah. For Specifically the breathing, for my right? lung capacity. Exactly. Right. Wow. I can hold my breath for quite a while. How long did you do that for? Swimming? Yeah. Um, I swam mo- most of my life. I swam from 8 to 18. I swam for college. Um, I was training for the Olympic trials. Wow. I was, that was like my, my first thing I like put everything into. Mm-hmm. Um, I was all right. I was yeah. pretty good. I would, I would think so. <laughs> I was pretty good, so. actually. I could have I was pretty good. I was a butterfly and I was a sprinter. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty damn impressive. Now, when was the last time you were in the pool? Do you still do things? I blew my shoulder out in 2008. <sighs> so I had to get surgery. So it's a labral tear, which is like um basically the bumper around my shoulder socket yeah. got ripped. Right. So... You can patch it, but it's never going to really be the same. My range of motion came back, but it really gets agitated from a, a lot of physical rotation. A baseball players get the same yes. rotational injuries too. So, Ugh. yeah, I, I, I actually really miss it. And yes. I really miss it because uh, it's such a great low impact mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. activity. Yep. So even if you're like, I mean, you can you can put as much effort into your your training like you can do it like at a light rate to just get some uh, some fat burning in or you can do full cardio and full sure. anaerobic exercise, you know. Right. Yep. It's a good sport. You can do it forever. Yes, you can do it forever. I know uh, much older people that that do it on a regular. Like that's just mm-hmm. that that's their thing. That's what they do. Uh, I actually I have a similar type of story to you. I was going semi pro soccer, uh, but it wasn't shoulder. Nice. Yeah, it wasn't shoulder unfortunately, it was knee. So then oh, yeah, shit. knee four times. So that didn't work out well. You had, you had, excuse me, you said you had four surgeries on your knee? Because the, the surgeon that did the first time screwed it up. So then I had another one and then ended up re-injuring it because of how bad the first one was and then had to have two more after that. So it's good to laugh about it. That sounds like malpractice. Yeah, it was. uh, That's a long story. I didn't get anything from that. uh, Oh my God. Yeah. It's tough to sue. It's it's really I mean I'm sure people have you know crazy stuff to sue a doctor yeah I would imagine well it's like well you know how our country is very litigious right I mean we mm-hmm. we sue for everything but it's weird how sometimes when something is completely justified you can't sue because other doctors have a group that they will protect you know what I mean yeah oh I mean we I think we've learned that through the news yes but that's like yeah. <laughs> So it's it's a little tough, but but that was the thing too. I I would I would never want money. I would want my knee back the way it was. I'm yeah. sure the same. You would want your shoulder back the the way right. it was. It's just well, yeah. <laughs> he didn't fuck it up. I good. fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, not his fault. Yeah, that's that's good. Well, the first the first knee surgery was someone else's fault as well, which was nice. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, love that. Whew. 
yeah, but I I I am in the same boat. I miss that competitive sports edge. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you spend like your ma- major part of your growth period as like a, a human, you know, in this competitive nature yeah. and you almost like you almost need that too because you're it's your outlet for certain things it's and you know, that's different for everybody and yep. for swimming it's like it was like a zen and then i mean even more physical sports like soccer uh you have your own zen and your own yeah. peace and calmness Absolutely. in the activity so oh yeah it's definitely a thing that i i miss competition for sure yeah i i want to just in general so you talk about not necessarily being as comfortable being on display, right? Doing, doing Mm -hmm. Twitch, doing podcasts, doing whatever. I feel the same way, but I swear to you, if you put me out even right now in front of hundreds of thousands of people on a soccer pitch or basketball court or something like that, I would feel completely calm. I would have no nervous energy whatsoever. I'm the same way only because my biggest enemy is myself. Yes, exactly. I don't get... I don't get nervous for crowds, no matter how big they are. I only get nervous if somebody, I, you know, I'm more likely to be nervous if like a close friend of mine is side stage. Ah, sure. Okay. It's like a, it's definitely more of a, it's like false confidence mixed with pride. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect combination. Absolutely. Yeah. But but it's a win-win for everybody because if I, if I exceed if I achieve my expectations, then I'm giving you a hundred percent, which means you're going to get a hundred percent what I had to offer. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. No, that's, it's very, very true. And yeah, you're putting on anytime you're doing a performance. I mean, even in the studio, you're mm-hmm. doing an athletic thing. I mean, especially with what you're doing. I mean, your, your voice is so strong. It's like, you're just bellowing out. You're doing loud noise guy. Yeah. <laughs> and soon to be, who That's knows? Me. Soon to be melodic singer. We don't know. Sure. It could happen. It Working could, on it. it well, look, man, I, I'm looking at the time. We we flew by on this time. I don't want to take too much of yours. Is there anything been a pleasure? Oh, thank you, man. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about though that I missed? Was there anything that you wanted? We'll we'll do another plug section in a second, but was there anything else that I missed that you wanted to talk about? My favorite flanger, flavor of candy is uh, anything mango. So if there's okay. any fans listening that want to bring mango uh, branded anything to the shows, go, there go, go for it. Now, by the way, especially if it's sour candy. Oh, sour. There you go. Uh, question, though. Do they make do they make a mango infused whiskey at all? Oh, man, I hope so. That sounds so good. So I just look, I just wanted to round this out with third idea oh, of shit. awesomeness right there for you. All right. God damn, man, you're so good. I'm writing this down, too. Mango whiskey. Mango whiskey. Actually, Bird Bird Dog makes a really good peach whiskey. Oh, okay. If you ever, if you want a flavored whiskey that's not like, remember how kind of harsh Smirnoff flavors are? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Even if you like and tolerate vodka, they're still <laughs> gross. I, I got to be honest. That's where we differ. We've been we've been on the same page for a lot of things. I love vodka. I no, I do. I oh, love vodka. Okay. I just think Smirnoff flavored vodka is. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We're no. we're not getting sponsored by them, that's for sure. No, I mean I, I was gonna tell you once again this episode has been sponsored by Smirnoff Vodka and they're no! not gonna be very happy. Oh I'm getting iced after the episode. <laughs> I like the pun there. That was good. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well look, we will do we'll do the plug section right now and then just do me a favor, stay on and we'll turn off the recorders, but stay on for just a second. Gotcha. So 
I mean, I, I don't know how much I really push this, but I am a huge fan of the band. Uh, I love the self-titled album. I think that you've only complimented it more by doing this deluxe. So I'm hoping that everybody goes out. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm hoping everybody goes out on March 18th. Pre-order it right now. Definitely do that. I'm sure there are merch bundles and everything that you can get too. And then go see them on tour. Go see Era on tour with Beartooth, Silverstein, and The Devil Wears Prada, right? Yes. There we go. So yeah, make sure March 18th on Unified. I will have links in the description of the episode that everyone can follow you. Make sure they can get the pre-orders, do all that kind of stuff. But until then, what is the best way for people to support you? (laughs) I mean, if... (laughs) Obviously, streaming helps a little bit, but as most people know these days, coming to a show, yes, and uh, you don't. I mean, just coming to a show is a huge support. You don't. Obviously, I would love for you to buy some merch or <laughs> sure. at least bring something that you have from the band that we can sign. Yeah, like but, uh, just showing, yeah, just showing, just being present for the community is huge right now because a lot of these people, not just us, like missed out on. On work and job so funding the scene is very big right yeah. now to get right. these people back on their feet now question just real quick do you have vinyls for the deluxe edition yes special awesome. vinyls just for the deluxe um double pressings if nice. i'm not mistaken i think we need i think you need two okay yes so, i would imagine so <laughs> and, and they're exclusive artwork and uh all that to like any physical that you're going to get is going to be exclusive to that deluxe variant nice. so Okay, I will be getting a that collector's again. a collector's item, if you will. Yep, I will. I'm all on that. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, JT, to take this time after doing so many of these. I appreciate it, <laughs> and I wish you well on the video games. I wish you well on everything that you're doing. <laughs> thank you. I just, I, I appreciate you. Bless taking the my time. drywall. <laughs> yes, all, all of that. Yes, exactly. Anywhere the controller flies, it would be yes. <laughs> But I really appreciate this. I've been waiting to be able to talk to you for a long time, and the time flew by, and I was laughing most of it. So that's always when you know it's a good time. So thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome.